I've never really thought about what it would be like to make friends with my money until today. To be honest, I always felt like I was at odds with my money and I wondered if I was doing something to subconsciously repel it. Today on the podcast, I'm chatting with Nikki Ferguson, who is a money mindset coach, and she explains how to become friends with your money and what that looks like and how to set an intention around your money. You're not going to want to miss this episode. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week, we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. Hey there, welcome to the Courage Cast. Thanks for joining me. My name is Andrew Crisp, and I'm your host. Today, we are continuing with our Courage Creator series, which has honestly been one of the most fun series I've done in a really long time. And we took a little bit of a break for a few weeks to talk about how to accelerate your confidence. And it was a launch into my brand new coaching program called The Confidence Accelerator. And I'm back today with another amazing guest. And we're gonna be talking about one of my new favorite things, which is money. And the reason I say that is because I've always kind of had this really negative perception of money and I looked at it as bad or like there was never enough or I repelled it but this conversation with Nikki changed all of that for me and I can honestly say that I will never look at money the same way again and maybe in your own life you have really felt as though you need to really have a different relationship with your money maybe it's learning how to make more money or get out of debt or how to get a handle on your finances, especially if you are a coach or an entrepreneur and things are not always really consistent and you're trying to figure out, well, how do I make an intention about my money if I never really know how much is coming in? Well, there is hope. And during this conversation, Nikki's going to give you some really practical tips that you can start implementing right away. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Nikki. Hey everyone, happy Friday. I'm so excited. It's literally so beautiful here today. I am like wrapping things up, but you know, I love Fridays because we are doing the Courage Creator Series live podcast and today I have an amazing guest Nikki Ferguson and Nikki is just joining us and you're gonna love her Nikki is a money and mindset coach and this girl knows about how to get out of debt how to save how to really just truly stand in your worth when it comes to being an entrepreneur and here she is I can't wait for you to see her and meet her and hey, Nat, by the way. Hello, Nat. All right. She'll be here in any second now. Hello. <laughs> move this a little bit. How are you? Me too. I'm great. How are you doing? I'm good. I love your like beautiful summery little dress. It's so, so cute. Thank you. It's a shirt, but it looks like a dress. <laughs> oh, it is. It's really cute. Yeah. Um, Nikki, you're like one of my favorite places in the world, Tennessee. Yes. People are going to hear that good old Tennessee accent. 
<laughs> it comes out, you know, I've tried to like muff, push it down and push it down. And I'm like, you know what? This is just me and we're going to go with it. That's it. Like why yeah. hide it? Why hide it? I am yeah. so excited to talk to you. Um, we have been talking about this, you and I, for several months now and getting you on the Courage cast and a part of the Courage Creator Series. And one of the things um, that I love about this is really helping uh, entrepreneurs and multi-passionate creatives really step into their worth and really gain the courage they need to, to make bold moves in their lives. Mm. And I would love for you to tell people a little bit about who you are and what you do. Cool. Hi, everyone. I am a money and mindset coach. Um, I help entrepreneurs find freedom in their finances um, because when we're an entrepreneur, we do not have that stable income and our in, our expenses can be all over the place. So what I do is like bring peace of mind and flow and ease to finances. That's amazing. And so how long have you been doing that? So I started about three years ago. I know. Yes. I would love to hear the journey. Like what got you kind of interested in money mindset and having financial freedom? Well, my own journey got me into this, uh, profession. Okay. Uh, <laughs> tell, us, tell us all the things. Profession. Mickey. I don't know if that's the right word, but in this business, but I will tell you a long time ago, I got a degree in accounting because I really like money and or not money, but numbers <laughs> and making like numbers go where they can fit. Right. Like I like that puzzle. Um, my brain really follows that. So I got a degree in accounting many years ago. Um, I did that for a little while, but the main job of accounting, I was just so bored and I was like, I can't do this for the rest of my life. Um, so I went back to school and I was the teacher and moving on from that, I eventually found myself in a lot of debt. Mm. Um, I was making a great income. I was making, you know, double what I had made earlier in my life. And I was I got, I got a, a statement in the mail and my uh, credit card payment was like $150. I don't know. And at the time I was like, I can't pay this. Mm. I could not pay a $150 um, credit card bill statement. And it was really a moment for me to be like, where, what am I doing with my money? Like, where is it going? Because I'm making so much more. I'm making at least double what I made, you know, even three years ago. So, um, I got into it because like I said, I like that. I like the numbers, making numbers work. And I was like, oh, okay, I can do this. This, this is yeah. going to be fun. So I started reading all the personal finance books. I took a few courses and I started on my debt payoff journey. And I will tell you, it was not a linear journey. It didn't go straight down. It was it really zigzag because I would get off track, you know, those things happen. And then I would get back on and I would let it go for a little while. Like it wasn't as important to me and I would start doing other things. And then I finally just got serious about it and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it now. And so I set to it. Um, and I found out that I could help other people do that. I feel like this is a thing that people do. I can coach people on their money, help them budget their money and make it work for them. I really am wanting help to help people live with intention and spend their money consciously. 
which is the opposite of what I was doing is spending it unconsciously, self subconsciously. I don't know what the right word is, but not consciously. Yeah. And, um, it was just not, it was not a free feeling for me. I felt very restrictive and through my debt payoff journey, I paid off my debt, all of it last June and yay. It was like a moment of like relief and freedom and like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I did this. And since then I like have all this extra money and it's like, okay, I'm going to help other people do this because the freedom that I found is unbelievable. And yeah, it brought me here. <laughs> and Natalie, Natalie says, congratulations. Thank you, Natalie. Your, yeah, Natalie, you would love Natalie. Natalie is a friend of mine. Um, awesome. And she's also been, uh, she is a creative and an entrepreneur herself. And I want to talk about learning to love your money. This is mm-hmm. like, I think I talk about money every so often on the podcast, mm-hmm. but I think for people, it's like, they don't know what to tackle first. Like, do they tackle paying off debt or like figuring out how to save money, you know, being an entrepreneur. And I think it's like, so the waters can be so muddy for people that they're not really Mm. sure what to do. So can you talk a little bit about that? Because I think people, especially in the creative world are like, I don't know what to do. I'm not (laughs) sure I'm going to make this much money next month and all that kind of stuff. So tell us a little bit about like, how do we just start to get a real handle on our money? So I think that the first part is like making friends with your money. And I know that sounds really odd, <laughs> but when you, when I can use an analogy like this, it really helps people to understand, but you've really got to make friends with your money and make it a priority if you want to change the state of your finances, right? So one of the things I talk about is inviting your money to a party. So oh let's say you're having a party, right? You're having a Super Bowl party or whatever. Yeah. And you invite money over and money comes over and it's dressed in a way you did not expect. Maybe it comes over in a ball gown and you're like, what are you doing? This is not this kind of party. And you're like, leave. So it leaves. But, um, when we think about our money, we can't really put a how on it, like how it comes when it comes to us, we've got to show appreciation. We've got to welcome it in no matter how it comes. So maybe that's $5. I got $5 check in the mail. I'm going to welcome it in. I'm going to celebrate it. I'm going to say, woohoo, I got $5 Yeah. rather than toss it to the side and go, that's not what I wanted. That's not how I wanted it. I wanted, you know, we have these ideas of how we think things are going to go, but I think we have to be open to accepting it. However, it comes and however the universe sends it to us, because Mm -hmm. sometimes the universe knows better than us. Right. Um, so I think it's opening ourselves up to that possibility that, um, it may come in a different way and accepting, any form that it comes in that feels good to us, right? That brings us joy. So we don't need to go out and be doing things that don't make, bring us joy to make money, but, um, yeah, just making friends with it, treating it as you would a friend. If you wouldn't, you know, if you would pay attention to your friend, if you would answer the phone when your friend calls or return a text, it's kind of the same way with money. Like we have to pay attention to it or, Okay, I totally we're not going to be friends that. anymore. Yeah. So if you're not going to pay attention to your money, like your money's not going to want to be your friend, right? Which we know money's not a 
being, but it's kind of the same thing. Like you've got to give it the attention it deserves. It's like, it's energy, right? So, Mm -hmm. and it's, but I totally, totally got it when you said that, because that's so true. It's like, if you ignore someone texting over and over and over again, then eventually when you're like, oh, I need to reach out to that person. I wonder if they'll like text me back. Yeah. Because you haven't texted them back. Like when you're like, oh, you waited 24 hours and 48 hours. And it's like two weeks goes by and you never text them back. And then it's like, okay, well, what happens to that relationship? It gets a bit fractured. And then you Mm -hmm. feel like there's not a a free flow to that relationship anymore. Yeah. That totally makes sense when you talk about money, because if you're not paying <laughs> attention to when it comes or what's happening, mm-hmm. then you can fracture that relationship with it too. Right. Right. And you know, money's a neutral resource. Like it's going to do whatever we tell it to, unless yeah. we just don't tell it to do anything. Right. Um, and then it just does wherever the energy is flowing. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you mean by it's a it's a neutral resource? What do you mean by that? So money's not good or bad. Okay. Right? So we can what we do with it is up to us and having money is not a bad thing. Not having money is not a bad thing. Um or good vice versa, right? Yeah. So I think it's just releasing that like like a uh, desperate energy around money and releasing those old stories of like being rich is like bad people, bad people are rich or whatever, greedy and, um, understanding that money is, is, it doesn't, it doesn't have a good, bad, you know, consciousness type thing. Yeah. And I think that, you know, as people like are in entrepreneurship and they go to different levels in their business, it's kind of like, you know, you have to, uh, be able to, I guess, what's the word? Uh, accept more abundance. Yeah. Receive. And, yeah. yeah. And how mm-hmm. does that work? Like, can you talk a little bit about that? Like about receiving abundance into your life and not sabotaging that maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. So I think, you know, like we talked about, about money being your friend, is becoming familiar with money. And the more familiar you are with money and the more comfortable you are with your money, the more easily it's going to feel when it comes to you. Because if you have, so I'm getting a notification. If you have, let's say you have a thousand dollars in the bank Mm -hmm. and you don't know what to do with it. If you get $10,000 in the bank, you're going to become overwhelmed because you're not going to know like, what do I do with this money? Right. So I think it's about becoming aware and familiar with like, where, what is my money? What are my numbers? Where do I want it to go? What is my intention? Mm-hmm. Um, and really a lot of people avoid looking at their money and checking everything out and going to their bank statements where, you know, cause we have money all over the place. A lot of times Yeah, our credit cards, our banks, our, uh, investments, retirement, whatever you have, but we avoid looking at it because we think it's like scary and it's going to be really, really bad. But I tell people that most of the time it's like not as bad as we think. It's like a monster in a movie in a scary movie. They're really, really scary when they don't show them. Like you're like, Oh, what's this monster going to look like? Like, I don't want to see it. But like when they finally show it, you're like, Oh, I wasn't that bad. Right. And I always think of Monsters Inc., the kids show yeah. um, to go with that one because they're just like these cute, like weird monster guys. But 
is we think that it's going to be so scary and so like, well, I'm going to hide from this and I don't want to look at it. Like, and it produces anxiety and stress that we do not need in our lives when we really could just dive into it, take a look at it, become aware with and not attach feelings to it. Like we talked about having it be neutral, not attach a feeling to it, good or bad. Like, uh, like putting an identity, like, Oh, I'm bad with money. Um, Oh, I don't know how to spend my money. Oh, my money's all gone. That's my fault because, and then shaming and guilting ourselves when really a lot of times it's just like, we don't know, right. Mm -hmm. We're not educated on this. Um, I know in our schools, like there's not personal finance class to tell us what to do with our money, what to expect when we get out of school, you know, you're thrown in a job and you're like, well, there's this 401k and you're like, I don't know what that is. Like what's a 401k. (laughs) So we just don't, we just don't do it. We don't sign up or unless our parents tell us to or whatever. So yeah. Um, hope that answered that question. No. Yeah. (laughs) We were talking a little earlier, you and I about intentions and about, cause I, I'm really curious about this and intentions is something that I do with my clients when it comes mm-hmm. to mindset, but it's really fascinating to me when it comes to money. Cause I've never really thought about it when it comes to money. So mm-hmm. like, say a client comes to work with you, they've got a little bit of debt or mm-hmm. a lot of debt. doesn't really mm-hmm. matter. Cause it's not neither good nor bad. You've told right, me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it doesn't really matter. They just have some mm-hmm. and and they want to have an outcome mm. and they, you're, they're going to set an intention. So mm-hmm. walk me through that process. Like, what does that look like to set an intention when it comes to your money and mindset and paying off debt? So I think intention and it can go, it can go, it could go with your business. It can go with other goals you have in your life because usually our goals are things that we want to do mm-hmm. cost money, right? <laughs> A lot of them cost money. If you want a house on the beach, like that costs money. Yeah. Um, if you want to go to Italy, that costs money. So I think figuring out what is most important to me in my life, and it can even be like one year, five year, 10 year top goals or 90 day, 30 day, whatever. Yeah. And uh, getting yourself like, what what is most important? Why do I want that? And then putting a number on it. Mm -hmm. right? And developing a plan, a numeric plan, right? A payment plan or whatever it is to get to where you want to be. Like paying off debt is a goal, but it's also not the goal. Like our goal is not like, yay, I paid off debt. Like, okay, so what? Like what now? Like that's not, the goal is not to have money. The goal is what are we going to do with that money? Right. So I think it's just getting to that point, figuring out what that number is and developing yourself, your plan, opening yourself up to the possibility that this could actually happen for you. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people think that's just a normal part of life. Everybody has debt. Like I know I've been told that and it's just expected, Mm -hmm. but, um, also being like, eh, does it have to be? It doesn't have to be. So yeah. are you saying like, okay, say if I want a new car or, mm-hmm. I, or I want to travel like mm-hmm. to Italy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and say I want to travel to Italy and I want to take like six months off work or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just want to travel. So it's kind of like my intention for a car would be slightly different because it's like, okay, the numeric value, unless I wanted to pay it outright, 
right. um, is a little bit different than why, why I'm making an intention for travel. Travel to pay off, it would be to live a certain way and have the mm. freedom to travel, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you hold the intention of, you know, being able to travel and I'm doing this work in order mm-hmm. to get to that place and I'm, or I'm doing this work to be able to buy a car. Yeah. For my kids for college or. Yeah. Yeah. Any of the above. Okay. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> okay. So it's not really about just paying down or just saving. It's really about mm. getting clear on why you want to do that. Yes. <laughs> it's really, it is about money, but it's not about the money. It's about what the money can do for us. I mean, really, um, the freedom, the enjoyment, mm -hmm. Mm because I was, you know, I was really thinking about intentions and holding intentions for myself with other things in life. And it's like about experiencing the enjoyment of that new car or the enjoyment of like sipping on an espresso, uh, you know, at a cafe in Italy in the middle of the afternoon, Um, you know, and what does that feel like? well, that feels like a certain thing that I want to embody. And so Mm. in order for me to really experience that and be there, I have this journey that I'm going on and, Mm -hmm. and the money, and then I can accept the money and I don't have to like try and control how it comes or when it comes, Mm -hmm. but I'm open to it. But I know the numbers. Yes. Yes. And, you know, we were talking about before this is like, you, you want to be that person who has that thing. You want to be that person who is debt free before you are there. So like, maybe that's visualizing in the morning with some meditation. Maybe that's journaling out, like, what is my life going to look like then? But like it is now, um, Mm. maybe it's doing some EFT. Like I've been doing a lot of tapping lately and I just started doing that too. It is like, woo. I feel like I'm expanding so much, um, from that, but that's, that really taps into like the physical. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Changing that. Okay. Nikki, that's amazing. Um, okay. I think we're (laughs) glitching a little bit here. Uh, now. Oh, there you are. You're back. There we go. We're back. Um, I love what you do. So I want to make sure people can actually connect with you because I think that, you know, just even this concept around how you are approaching this is so different than so many other coaches that are doing financial work. (laughs) Um, I love it. So how do people connect with you and maybe even like book a call with you? Yeah. So you guys can find me on Instagram. That's where I'm most, um, active. What's the word active. I'm at wildly underscore worthy. Um, so if you go over there, there's a link in my bio, you can click, you can get on a free discovery call with me. Or if you're like, Nope, I want to go ahead with this. You can also book like your strategy session and I can help you set up your plan. Um, but yeah, I would love to chat with you if you just want to talk about it and tell me your situation and see if I can help you. I'm sure I can. And it is totally possible for you. And it's time to start believing those things about yourself. Yeah. I'm taking away so much from this today. Um, even for myself, I'm going to go back and I'm going to look at my finances and I'm going to start to look at them very differently now, now that you've given me some tools to actually go, Oh, okay. This is how I make intention towards Mm. this. And it seems like it makes so much more sense because it was just like this, like all these numbers. And I'm like, I'm not a numbers person. So to me, it felt like, Oh, 
it's the worst, right? Yeah. Whereas like, I definitely am a vision person. And so Mm -hmm. if I can see like what is possible when I have this, that to me is like an intention I can hold. I love that. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. You changed my money mindset today. <laughs> okay. Um, for those of you who um, are just joining me today, I'd love for you to listen to the episode when it goes live on the Courage Cast. I will be posting about it. Nikki will be posting about it. If you've not actually listened to Nikki's podcast, you can listen to Wildly Worthy. It's a yes. great podcast all about this money mindset. And I was a guest on her podcast last month. So check out yeah. her podcast and the episode that I was on with her. And um, and I, I want to see, let's address, let's, let's talk to Natalie just real quick. All right. I have always been what they call horrible with money. So mm. why don't we talk to Natalie? Just tell Natalie <laughs> something real quick before we go. Natalie, I want you to change that belief about yourself. Okay. So you might feel that way, but I want you to start changing that. And if it doesn't have to be, I'm great with money because it's not going to be believable right now. Right. So that could be something like I am working on my, I am working on my money mindset. I am responsible with my money and telling yourself that and starting be, start being that for yourself because the more you tell yourself that I'm horrible with money the more it's going to like you're going to pull away from money and you're not going to want to get into your finances take a look at it like I said it's just seems like that big scary monster but when you look at it it's not going to be as bad um so I just uh, encourage you to change the way you're talking to yourself number one okay and then um yeah, just look at your, look at your finances. I promise it's not going to be as bad as you think. And then also I see you said, sometimes you feel unconscious when you're spending. I said unconscious, right? <laughs> Subconscious. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I meant? Um, but yeah, like when you are going to spend, when you feel like I want to buy this, taking a step back, take a breather, asking yourself why, like what is the intention behind buying this and what's it going to bring to your life? Mm-hmm. So like, I, I love what you said, because this makes a lot of sense um, to me in saying like, if I have an intention for what I truly want, mm-hmm. then the other little things like buying a shirt here and buying a pair of shoes here yeah. is like, you know, okay, not necessarily the intention, right? Mm-hmm. However, if I want to run a 10K, hmm and I have an intention to run a 10K and I want to be training for a 10K and my intentions to do that, then I can also be saying, okay, yeah, but like if I, you know, hire a running coach or I buy those good running shoes, you know, I'm making an intention that my money is going somewhere where I want it to go. Yes. And so yeah. I'm, I am then in control or have more autonomy with the decisions of where it goes versus just like, Oh, I feel sad. Let Mm. me buy something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very similar to like emotional eating, emotional spending can go along with that. Just, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to, I don't know what the word is, but like feed your emotions or, you know, spend, spend your emotions. (laughs) 
Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that's, that's really good advice. And so I would encourage anybody who's like watching this or listening later, like, you know, if you are in the habit of emotionally spending or you feel that, you know, you want to get honest with yourself about what is the underlying um, Mm. belief you have about that Mm -hmm. and how can you start to shift that so that you can, you know, start to look at money and make friends with your money. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to do this myself, Nikki. I love it. I, I feel like it. you have, you know, put something, you've laid down the gauntlet for me today. And I am like, <laughs> totally, I just feel like it, it resonated with me so much that this is exactly what I need to do. So um, if you guys want to join me, I will, let's <laughs> join, let's join each other and let's all do it. So, so excited. Yeah. Thank you, Nikki, for hanging out and um, make sure you guys catch the full episode on the Courage Cast when it airs live. And um, next week, I'm not going to be doing a Courage Creator series. I'm going to be at the vet with the dog. (laughs) Make sure you join me for the Friday after and I'm having another amazing guest. And uh, thanks, Nikki, for being here with me. Thanks for having me. Bye, everybody. Bye. Okay, friend, I want to know. What are you taking away from this conversation? How are you going to start to relate to your money from this point on? You know, it's funny because even now when I see coins sitting on the counter, I can see one right here. It's a loony. It feels different to me now. It feels as though I want to take better care of it. And I want to know exactly where it is going because I'm really learning to make friends with my money. And even if it's, you know, as small as a loony, which is a dollar here in Canada, or it's a bigger amount of money. And I've also been thinking about what I truly want to have manifest in my life financially and being really intentional about that. And that really excites me to think about how I can make intentions around my money. So, so fun. I feel so grateful for all of the guests that have been on the show over the past few months. And I'm excited to continue the Courage Creator series over the next few weeks. So we do have a few more that are coming your way. So make sure you tune in next week. And if we haven't already connected, you can find me on Instagram at at Andrea Crisp Coach and at the dot Courage Cast. And you can find both of those links in the show notes. Until next time, remember... You have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of The Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review, and while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crilly.